Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. PTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with TRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cowbred. By Little Red Feather. Horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets. The most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairflex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And good morning and welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. I'll be joined in just a second by my co-host Bob Ike. A lot going on today. In fact, it's already underway. The 13-race Pegasus World Cup card at Gulfstream Park. Already three races in the books. They got an early start today, but they'll be running all day long. We've got a 12.30 start at Santa Anita. Nine-race card today, including two stakes races, the Las Virginis and the San Pasquale. You've got a key three-year-old prep at Oaklawn Park in the Southwest Stakes. That's a $750,000 race down at Oaklawn. And then at night, we've got some great uh, winter derby trials at Los Alamitos. So dawn to dusk, we're going to be in action today. And uh, uh, just a lot to talk about. And, and uh, one of the things that I want to talk to with my co-host, Bob Ike, are the uh, Eclipse Award results from this week. Bob, good morning. How you doing? Do yeah, we have Bob? Covered it lot. Oh, there you go. Hey, John, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, fired up for today. As you mentioned, a lot going on from all over the country, and uh, I'm excited to be involved uh, east and west. And the Eclipse uh, Awards were a lot of fun on Thursday night. And, uh, John, no surprise, I, I thought our uh, our colleague Jay Pribman's speech was really the highlight of the, uh, the whole Eclipse Awards show. I mean, not surprisingly, Jay is... Uh, Extremely eloquent guy. He covered all the bases, and uh, I really thought uh, the tone was perfect for accepting that Career Excellence Awards at the Eclipse. So, again, congratulations to Jay. It was a, a great night for him, I know. Uh, the biggest surprise to me, John, of the night was how Flightline was not the unanimous choice for older male among voters. Um, this, this was the no-brainer of all time, but yet there were a few horses that got one or two votes here or there. Uh, I, I kind of think the voters aren't taking the job real seriously. I mean, if Flightline is not the unanimous pick for older male, then there there never has been one. So. Uh, that that was a surprise, John, and I think um, you know a little disappointing to see that when the horses that you know other horses that got votes in there. Uh, the epicenter over Taba result in three-year-old male was not surprising, but the margin of victory I thought was a little surprising. Uh, epicenter was a handy winner. I thought that would be a pretty close race, and the closest vote was in the trainer division where Todd Fletcher got the the nod over Chad Brown. I thought it was a pretty close call on paper. Both guys had tremendous years, but I think in the end, uh, three champions for Pletcher trumped two Eclipse champions for Chad Brown. So it was a good show. Well done. You know, they, they got through it quickly. They only gave the, uh, the victors about a minute. So that might've been a little quick to usher them off, but uh, the show can drag on. And I thought they did a good job of, of getting through everything in a pretty rapid rapid style. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't play off the violin for Jay and gave him a chance to talk about things. And, <laughs> and one right. thing that, that Jay hit on, and uh, the trainer of, of uh, Flightline, John Settler, that, you know, they gave a lot of credit to the guys in the barns, whether it be the grooms, the uh, assistants, and all those guys that do all the legwork with these horses about uh, for Jay giving him the opportunity to talk to these guys about how these horses are prepared, and for John Sadler, you know, it, it's not a one-man show. It takes more than one guy to, to turn these horses into champions. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our guys from Southern California recognizing all the guys that make this stuff work. And uh, you talked about uh, Todd Pletcher. I thought they got that right. When you train three Breeders' Cup champions, and based on everything else he did during the year, I thought he deserved the trainer of the year. Uh, you know, he had Malathot, Forte, and Nest. I mean, that's a pretty good trio. 
And uh, you, know, I, I, you mentioned the other thing about Flightline Horse of the Year. Here was the voting. Uh, 239 votes for Flightline, one for Country Grammar, one for Life is Good, one for Malathat, and then there were four people who didn't bother to vote for Horse of the Year. Well, you know, that, that's kind of important for the industry, and if you're going to be a responsible voter, you might want to at least take the time and, and do the work and, and, and voice your opinion. So, you know, I, the, the guys that are doing that, I, I just don't get that, Bob. And then in the older male division, John, Flightline, 240 votes. Country Grammar, one vote. Jackie's Warrior, one. Life is Good, one. Okay, well, we saw them meet in the Breeders' Cup Classic, and the margin was uh, the length of the stretch. Olympiad got one vote. So um, not, I'm not really sure what's going on with those. I think it's people just wanting to stand out from the crowd and, you know, get, get a little recognition for themselves when they put up a vote like that. But overall, it was a really good night. No real surprises. I think the voters got pretty much everything right and uh, nothing too controversial. So we move on to 2023. Right, and we start off with a, a really good card at Gulfstream Park today. Big feels, and I think this Pegasus World Cup card is a lot different than last year. When we saw a number of odds-on favorites throughout their card, it was a really chalky day last year. I don't think we're going to see the same thing today, Bob, including the Pegasus World Cup. You know, you, you've got a, a morning line favorite that we all have to root for. Uh, you know, we gave John Harduna a pass from today's show. He's out there to root for Cyberknife, who was purchased by his son Joe. He's the 5-2 to two favorite. But he drew post 10 in a full field and a mile and eighth at Gulfstream. That's not a great post. Uh, I know you had a chance to look at this World Cup. Why don't you give me a, a preview? What do you, how do you think this race goes? Yeah, I mean, Cyberknife is the right favorite. I think he's the best horse, and he's run against the best competition. But the 10 post there at Gulfstream going a mile and eighth is just a killer. I mean, you're way outside with a short run to the turn. You cannot make a mistake at the break. Now, uh, Giroux is a very good gate jockey i think uh he's done this before uh from the in the pegasus being being drawn outside and and really gunning and going here they're going to have to be tactical cyber knife is not blazingly quick but i think he can stay close so i think the the break is going to be very very key if he comes out of slep step slowly he could be in big trouble um the main threats to me john are the two local Gulfstream horses, both trained by Safi Joseph, that love the Gulfstream Park track. Skippy Longstocking is three for eight there, and White Nabario is four for four. Did a lot of damage at Gulfstream in his three-year-old year. So we know they love the track, and you don't know about some of the others that are shipping in, including Cyberknife. He's never run there. Proxy, uh, a good horse on the rail. He's never been at Gulfstream, and neither has Defunded, who looks like the front runner for Bob Baffert. So the home court advantage to me goes to those two Safi Joseph horses, Skippy Longstocking, White Abario, and Cyberknife. I, I have to respect. Uh, I just think he's the best horse, and if he gets the right trip, he's certainly going to be tough in there. So those are kind of the three I'm looking at, two home court horses plus Cyberknife. You know, one note on Defunded, who ships in for Bob Baffert. We saw at Del Mar this summer, he, he threw in a real clunker. Uh, when he had to come, ship down and, and get ready to race down at Del Mar. I, I don't know about shipping this horse across town, and, and that paddock and the saddling area is tight down there at Gulfstream. There's people down there. You know, if you like to fund it, I, I would be real careful and watch him in the in the paddock and in the post parade to see if he kind of loses it. He's a horse that uh, 
I just questioned shipping around the country, and uh, he's 6-1 to one on the program. He might be the speed of the speed if he breaks. And, you know, Bob Baffert horses, they want to go. So you, you know where he's going to be, but how he gets to the gate is going to be very, really important for him. Yeah, he's been a mystery horse to me. I've liked him a couple times and cashed on him, and I've loved him a couple times. He threw in clunkers. Um, then he comes back and wins two straight, including the awesome again. The, the field he beat at Del Mar in the Native Diver was just not a good bunch of horses. So he had to win that day. He didn't even break very well. Uh, so, he, yeah, he's a question mark, John. I don't know. He can be good or he can be bad, and, and the shipping is definitely a question. Well, one of the two stakes today at, Go- at uh, Santa Anita excuse me, is the Grade 2 San Pasquale. That goes as the eighth race on the nine-race card. And uh, Bob Baffert, again, well-represented. He's got a comebacker, number one, Hopper, returning here, who drew the rail. And his other horse, uh, Messier, drew the far outside in a field of nine. Uh, this is a race where I think a lot of these horses have to kind of reestablish themselves. And just wanted to see your overview of the San Pasquale. You know, I go through the whole race, John, and there's only one horse that I can find that I don't have knocks on, and that's number one, Hopper, who is the morning line favorite. I guess the knock is the layoff from June, but that doesn't really bother me. Baffert horses are fit and ready to come back. This horse has three straight bullet drills going six furlongs at Santa Anita, so there's no doubt in my mind he's fit. Uh, he won the affirmed here last year as a three-year-old stretching out, looking like a very nice horse and doing it without Lasix. I think he has the most upside, and I think a lot of these are big question marks as far as not running with Lasix, including second-choice New Grange. His best race, I thought, this year was with Lasix, or last year, rather. Parnelli, I'm not sure what he does without Lasix. Uh, You know, the list goes on and on. So I think there's a lot of question marks, John. But I think the solid horse in here that's going to come back firing is Hopper. And I'm going to go ahead and single him in my late pick five today. He's he's going to be the favorite, but I know what he's going to do. He's going to break, and he's going to be out there. And uh, I think he'll be dead fit and ready to run today with a lot of question mark horses in this race. I agree. It's one of those races, and like I said, that Lasix question keeps popping up, and we're going to see more and more in that in the stakes races. But uh, you know, and if you've seen the works on XBTV.com on Hopper, he looks like he's grown up. He's a big strapping horse, and uh, he might be bigger and stronger this year. So we'll see what happens there. Let's go ahead and get a, a handicapping selection from you. You've been on a roll, Bob. You gave us a winner on the show last week, Hawker at 1680, part of four winners last Saturday on your sheet. You had the trifecta in the ninth race for $317, a couple nice winners last Sunday as well. So you're seeing the ball. Where do you want to go for a play today at Santa Anita? I'm going to go to race three, which is a mile turf allowance race uh, for fillies and mares, cowbreds in here. And, and I really like number four, Eleuthera. And, and, you know, she's been a very trouble-prone filly. That's the one concern. She has encountered trouble in most of her starts, including her comeback race last time on opening day here, uh, which was kind of a sprint prep down the hill. She never really had a good spot to run and, and still wasn't beaten too far she stretches back out to a mile. I think this might be her best game. I'm just hoping that Mario Gutierrez can secure the right trip uh, with Eleuthera. And if, if he does and does not get in trouble, I think she's going to really fire big today at 4-1. to one. So radio play is third race, number four, Eleuthera, 4-1 to one on the morning line. And, John, you gave us uh, uh, our shining light last week at $8.00. And your selections, of course, are at the South Point uh, every racing day. So we want to get a selection from you as well. 
Okay, as far as the lender report, I did one for both today's card and Santa Anita as usual, and I did I did the full card for uh, the Pegasus World Cup at Gulfstream Park. Those are both available at todaysracingdigest.com and at the South Point Hotel in Las Vegas, where I know a lot of people are already there with, with the races going at Gulfstream. I'm going to go for a play today at Santa Anita as well. I'll go down to race number seven. In the seventh race today, I thought number six, a spiritual advisor, Ran very well first-time turf last time, had all kinds of traffic problems, got shuffled back to last, and really came running down the lane, got beat less than two lengths. A horse that finished in front of him, number four, Moon Ice, is the six-to-five favorite in here. I think he can turn the tables with a clean trip. I think he'll show more tactical speed, and three-to-one to me is a fair number. So race number seven, horse number six, spiritual advisor, seventh race today at Santa Anita. Bob, let's go ahead and, and take our first break, and then when we come back, we're going to head down and talk to Bob Mazursky. He'll preview the Las Virgin Stakes for us also at Santa Anita. And Bruce Finkelstein, he'll do north and south, and we're going to ask him a little bit about the Pegasus World Cup turf. So a lot to talk about in our next uh, segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred LA here on AM830 KLA, KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. It started with a whisper, and I was when I kissed her, and then she made my lips hurt. I could hear the chit-chat, take me to your life. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place. Join us on Saturday for some outstanding simulcast action from Gulfstream Park in Florida. They'll have seven graded stakes highlighted by the Great One $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Also on Saturday, you can play in the Pegasus World Cup Betting Challenge, compete on track to win cash, as well as entries into the 2023 or 2024 NHC or the 2023 Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge. For more information, visit SantaAnita.com. Our live racing on Saturday will be highlighted by a pair of $200,000 stakes, the Great 2 San Pasquale, and the Great 3 Las Virginis for three-year-old fillies of one mile. Fans don't miss the first coast-to-coast pick five each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their career's end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. 
Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper, or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during, and after their racing days. And LRF Cares is there to provide it. For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF Cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Linda with Bob Ike. And Bob, a lot going on for the Cowboys uh, this week, in, including the CTBA winter mix sale, which is on Tuesday. It's a 12 noon start. You had 100, 148 horses in the original catalog. There are some supplemental a- entries as well. You've got calbreds uh, of racing age, two-year-olds, yearlings, and some broodmares too. So a whole uh, uh, list of different things you can, depending on what you're shopping for. Again, that's at noon at uh, the Fairplex Park Pavilion there where they hold all the sales and the satellite wagering at the Derby Room. Stop in and see the Derby Room, buy a horse, and get started. That, that's the way to do it. So that's 12 noon on Tuesday. And as far as our Calibre of the Week, Bob, we're going to feature the uh, the race up in Northern California. This is a new race for the Golden State Series. This is the Moscow Burning Stakes. And uh, we've got a filly in there by uh, by the stallion of one of our favorite farms. Yeah, definitely. Mr. Big is the sire of Chancery Way, who's undefeated, and she'll be running in that Moscow Burning. And, of course, uh, Mr. Big stands at Legacy Ranch, along with Straight Fire and Clubhouse Ride. So, uh, give Terry Knight a call at 510-928-4980 and, and get booked to one of those stallions, and uh, we'll be watching tomorrow, for, or we'll be watching for Chancery Way today. Right. We're talking about the Golden State Series for that stakes today. You, ha- If you have a foal of 2021, the deadline to nominate your foal to get them eligible for that Golden State Series is February 15th. So that's coming up. Get your horses nominated. Get eligible for all these big stakes purses. All right, Bob, let's go to our first guest for this segment, and that's Bob Mazursky. Bob, good morning. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing great. Uh, we talked about the San Pasquale with Bob Ike, but I wanted to talk to you about the other stakes today, and that's the grade three Las Virginis goes early on the card, race two. It's just a field of six. Uh, some good fillies in here, but there's some question marks around them as well. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I like Faiza in the race. I know she was, you know, life and death to win the startup, but she'd only run once. She'd only sprinted once. They stretched her out. I thought she was game in victory. Pride of the Nile ran very well that day. You know, she stumbled at the start. Might have been best. But, you know, a lot of the, a lot, a lot of turf horses, Pride of the Nile done all the running on turf before that race. Turf horses sometimes run well over the Los El main track. And then when they get to Santa Anita or Delmar, they don't fire as well. So I, that's my question on her. And then Justique has to show me that she's something more than a late-running sprinter. I mean, she's won two races that have been complete setups for her. But one time she went long. She did not run particularly well, I thought. So that's a question on her. So I think Faiza will move forward off a race in the Starlet. I think she's the one to beat. Uh, Mike, any Bob, questions have, for Bob Mazursky? Yeah, yeah, I have the same concern, Bob, in the Las Virginis about Justique. Um, my gut feeling is telling me she's a late-running sprinter as well. Um, she's only had that one route attempt but didn't do well missed time. So, uh, I'm kind of with you on that thought, Bob. At nine to five, I'm I'm kind of willing to lay her in this spot. No, I, that's what I think. I mean, if she beats me, she beats me. But I again, I, she has to show me that she's more than a late running sprinter. Well, Bob Mazursky, the other the, the other ball. Yeah, sorry, John, I'm sorry, Bob. Go. Uh, yeah, I, the thing about Justique, guys, is that um, you know she missed the Santa Inez on January 8th as she spiked a temperature after her last work before that race they delayed the race a week because of the rains they had canceled the card and then she missed the race completely so she's also coming off just a brief illness and that always worries me especially when you're stretching out as far as fitness goes yeah no doubt i mean there's just some concerns with her and you know she's a short price you know the visa is going to be a short price as well but i just think she has the most room to improve i i, I really do think she'll move forward off the starlight Bob, uh, let's let's go ahead and get a selection from you from today at Santa Anita. Okay, I'm going to go to the fourth race. I like the inside horse, number one, Cornelia Ford. She debuted at Golden Gate on the speed of service up there. It was close, early faded. Now she drops into a, a maiden 50. I think this was a pretty weak field for the level, actually. I think she'll improve off the race going to the dirt. Juan Hernandez takes the call for Steve Miotti. So number one, Cornelia Ford in race four. That's number one, Cornelia Fort, five to two on the morning line. Race four, Santa Anita for Bob Mazursky. Bob, all your picks are, are obviously. Uh, give us the newspapers you can find it in addition to today's RacingDigest.com. Well, it's all the Southern California news group papers, which includes the LA Daily News, Pasadena Star News, Orange County Register, Long Beach Press Telegram, among others. So, yeah, a lot of different places you can find the, the great handicap. All right. Well, best of luck with Cornelia Fort today, and enjoy the cards both uh, in the morning here at uh, Florida and the afternoon at Santa Anita. I will do. You guys, good luck today. Take care. That was Bob Mazursky. Let's go ahead and, and get to our next guest, and we're going to head out to Las Vegas where he's based, and that's Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. And Bruce always handles Santa Anita and Golden Gate for us, but I'm going to have him look at a race for us in Florida too. I know he's done the work. And uh, that's the Pegasus World Cup turf. That goes as race number 12 on their card today. And, Bruce, I know you've taken a look at this. This was a head-scratcher to me. I need all the help I can get. Uh, how do you see the Pegasus World Cup turf today? Do we have Bruce? Oh, okay. I, apparently they just they, they just lost him for a sec. They're going to get him back, Bob. Let's talk a little bit about... One of our sponsors, Little Red Feather, they're in action again today. They, they've got uh, Kitty Katana, Agree to Disagree, in today's finale. They've been busy around the country winning races at fairgrounds, winning races in New York, winning races in California. And so uh, best of luck to our friends at Little Red Feather in the finale today. Now we have uh, Bruce back. And, Bruce, I, didn't, I don't know if you heard the question, but I was just asking you, 
a little bit about the Pegasus World Cup turf today, which to me is a real scramble. It is. Uh, it's let's face it; it's not Breeders' Cup quality. It's it's. It, it, I don't know what you know how you view it, but kind of looks like a grade two, a, a good hard knocking group. I'll tell you what, though, uh, John and, and and Bob, I think Ivar is a highly suspect five to two favorite. If you look at him closely, yes, he did run a close fourth in the Breeders' Cup Mile. His only win in uh, 2022 was a non-graded stakes race at Indiana Grand. The last time he won a, a graded stakes was October of 2020, and that was at a mile. He, I don't see any mile in an eighth races of any note recently. I think he's kind of a trap today. So I would go looking elsewhere uh, and, and try to play against Ivar. I kind of like a horse that ran that uh, – I think the conditions of the race fit nicely – for the 11 horse masterpiece, um, this is a mile and eighth race. The best race he was he's run was when he won the mile and eight Eddie Reed Stakes back uh, at Del Mar. Um, he was powerful that day. He didn't just win it; he dominated late. True, it was a fast pace, but once he got going, it, it was race over. You know, he he held his own in the uh, marathon at Del Mar. The race after that, but you can kind of see he looked different that day in that. The rider had to kind of work on him most of the way around, and it was a marathon. This is a mile and an eighth horse. You take a look, his last two wins are at a mile and eighth. By far his best race was the Eddie Reed. Uh, the question here, I think, might be whether or not there's enough pace in the race. That's of some concern. You've got a top rider in Tyler Gaffleon. Um, I think this horse is, is, and, you know, you could probably just throw out the Breeders' Cup. He just didn't belong in that race. But um, I think he's got a great bounce-back potential today, so... I would look at the 11 masterpiece as one of the horses to beat. Atone the three. I know, Bob, you hate when these horses uh, get off of Lasix. He's the horse to catch, but you worry about the Lasix issue with him because he doesn't run nearly as well off Lasix, but he's probably the horse to catch. And uh, speaking scout, the horse, the three-year-old, the, the newly turned four-year-old, rather, that won the Hollywood Derby, he may have to step it up a little bit, but he's dangerous. He's getting better. He's run better with out the blinkers, um, he's the improver in this field. He worries me also. But uh, if I had to land on a horse, guys, I would go with the 11-horse uh, masterpiece of 10-to-1. Bob, any questions regarding uh, the, the California races today for Yeah, Bruce, Bruce uh, you, you've been giving us Northern and Southern Cal plays and doing a great job. Uh, let's start in Northern California. Where do you want to go there for your radio play? Well, I, I hate to go against you guys because I really like the horse. I know that Chancery Way is undefeated. I'm going to try. I, I think she's a must-use, no doubt about it. But I'm a big fan of the three-horse, Tam's Little Angel. Uh based on when she won at Pleasanton back in June. Um, this really could do it all. She's won on every surface, distance, and she beat older horses at Pleasanton so gamely back in, in late June. Uh, I, I really had to take notice of her. The only time she's routed on this synthetic track, she won by five lengths. Now, she is finally back on the synthetic. She's not as quick as Chancery Way. I think she might have a little more late kick than Chancery Way. I think it's probably those two. I think it's kind of a match race, but down the lane, this is one tough sucker. So in the eighth race, I like the three. Tam's Little Angel, she's four to one. I would love to get that price. I doubt it, though. I don't think we'll get that good a number. That's race number eight. Horse number three, Tam's Little Angel, four to one on the program for Bruce. And Bruce, we're not going to let you get away till you give us a Santa Anita play as well. How about the 
sixth race, guys. I'm looking at the three-horse Phineas. Phineas stretched out a few races ago after mostly sprinting, and I thought ran a, a super race uh, behind Traeger. Look at the fractions. This horse was three-wide stalking. They walked the first part, and the front runner was Traeger, the eventual winner. Uh, he had to travel three-wide and lost a heartbreaker uh, in a in a stretch battle. Now, he's, run, he's had two losses since then. He had a, a bad trip. He's not a great gate horse. He had a bad trip at Los Al, trouble at the start, and down the back stretch he checked. Uh, he ran fifth, but like I said, not a great trip. He was just overmatched last time out by the chosen bronze sprinting. He didn't belong against that group. He's back routing today. I think there's a couple of front runners in here, even though there's only a field of six. With Balladeer and Manitowish, I think we'll get a legitimate pace up front. Look for him to maybe take back a little bit and make one run. I, I still think this is what he wants to do. So race six, let's go with the three. Phineas, he's three to one on the morning line. That's Santa Anita race six, number three, Phineas, three to one on the program for, for Bruce. You can get all of his selections at betonbruce.com. Bruce, to get going, enjoy the races today, east and west, and we'll talk to you next week. Can't wait to talk next week, guys. That was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, we'll head down to South Florida, get some updates from Gulfstream from Toby Callett. Then we'll head out to talk to Scott Shapiro, big three-year-old prep at Oakland Park today, the Southwest Stakes. So we'll talk three-year-olds with Scott. In our next segment, you listen to Throwbutt L.A. right here on the home of Angels Baseball, AM 830 KLAA. Angels Radio, AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. 
Racing fans, happy days are here again at Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering as they are now fully open for indoor dining and wagering. That's right, Sammy's Original on Lake Forest, where the 5 and the 405 collide, is once again open for off-track wagering on tracks around the country seven days a week. Just exit east at Lake Forest Drive, make an immediate right onto Lake Center Drive, and you're home at Sammy's. Sammy's Original Sports Bar and Racebook with over 120 televisions, great food, a full bar that includes 16 beers on tap also offers two fully appointed outdoor patios. Make plans now to go racing at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. For more information, call 949-716-2367. Get comfortable. Get into Sammy's. The best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend, led by the trials to the Los Alamitos Winter Derby and the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. Plus, night racing's best bets, the Los Alamitos Early and Late Pick Fours. On Saturday night, the top sophomores on the grounds will compete in trials to the Winter Derby. Top stars expected to race include top stakes winner Chick's First Flash, and he's chickless. Plus, it's our 2023 Los Alamitos Wall Calendar Giveaway, free with your on-track admission after 4 p.m. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is also open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy the racing action from Santa Anita, Golden Gate, Aqueduct, Oaklawn, and more. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Or if you prefer, cheer on your next winner at Burgart Sports Bar. The best of night racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. And remember, Winter Derby Trials and our calendar giveaway tonight. Angels Radio. AM 830. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with Bob Ike. And Bob, I know tomorrow you're going to head out to one of your favorite stomping grounds to stay and play the races. Yeah, I'm going to get out to the Derby Room tomorrow, John. Uh, it's going to be uh, today was just a little too hectic. Wanted to get out there both days, but definitely for tomorrow's card, uh, I'll be out there. So see Brandon and his staff. They do a great job. Food and beverages are awesome at, at very reasonable prices. Plenty of TVs, good audio. That's all you can ask for out at the Derby Room at Fairplex. And I tell you what, our friends at Sammy's have, uh, this is their 10th year in business down there where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Orange County. If you want to head down that way, they're doing something for the horse players. They're, they're having a, a 10th anniversary rollback the prices for their food and beverages. If you play in the satellite wagering portion of the restaurant, they've got some discounted food prices for you. So check that out. They're helping out the horse players, keeping your takeout down at Sammy's. Post time there is at 10 a.m., so get on out to Sammy's and check it out. Let's go ahead to our next guest, and we'll head down to South Florida, and Toby Callett down there taking in the cart at uh, Gulfstream Park. A lot going on already, Toby. Just wanted to get an update from you. They're, they're 10 minutes to the fifth race right now. Uh, you, we've seen some turf. We've seen some dirt, and we've seen some tapita. Uh, how's the, how the surface is playing today at Gulfstream? Well, the tapita is impossible as usual. Uh, I think there were like four lead changes in in that race, uh, the, uh, the the turf uh, seems uh, forwardly placed uh, is is uh, is a good idea. Please bear in mind that there are two rails today at Gulfstream. The opener was was run uh, right on the hedge, uh, right on the fence. This fifth race coming up uh, will will be run in that fashion as well. The third race was, but like the sixth race, they'll go with the rail 56 feet out. The ninth will be 56 feet out. 
and the 12th will be 56 feet out. So there are different uh, different uh, circumferences to, to pay attention to. And uh, the radio play will be the fifth because it's consistent with where the rail has been earlier. If you want to talk a little bit about the Pegasus activities, uh, we could do that as well. It's your call. Bob, any questions before we get uh, some information from Toby there? Yeah, Toby, you had mentioned the rails moving in and out. That's sort of a strange thing to happen uh, mid-card. Um, uh, you know, the, the more the, the rails are down, we kind of feel out here in Southern California a little more help to the closers on the full course. Uh, but you're saying that they're going to be at different settings today. Doesn't doesn't make it that easy on the handicappers, does it? No, it's LASIK on, LASIK off. You know, late late board movements on, late board movements off. It just uh, you know just makes it uh, a little more difficult and uh, more reasons to keep your hands in your pockets. But uh, in this particular case, uh, this, they've done this before. You know, they have a very wide turf course, and before they put the uh, the synthetic in, it was a really wide course and. Uh, uh, I, I I thought it was good it, once you had some data to analyze. Uh, obviously, it's early. It's a newer course. These are different rail settings than we've ever had before, all except for right along the rail, you know, right along the fence or the rail in this case. So um, uh, it is it is a little tricky, but that's why I say I'm going to going to make the radio play the fifth, only because I've seen the way those races have played out earlier on the, the zero rail. And uh, we'll see if we can't get a little bankroll for later. It's a long day. Well, Toby, before I ask you then about the Pegasus World Cup Philly and Mare Turf, uh, let, let's go ahead and get that fifth race play. We've got seven minutes to post. want to give our listeners a chance to get down if they like what you like in the fifth race today at Gulfstream. Okay. Well, there's a reasonable value here uh, on the board. The morning, uh, the favorite is the four at three to one. Uh, there's a few five to ones. I really like the two. His name is Chasing the Crown. Coming off a rather lengthy layoff, but Mike Maker's done this many times before. Um, Chasing the Crown debuted here. Luis Saez takes the call. I'm all in on the two Chasing the Crown. Behind him, I'm looking at the four, Axtelm, the one double clutch, and please don't uh, don't lose sight of the 12 glider. Looks like glider's been uh, tuning up with this race in mind up at Palmetto's uh, with some uh, turf works that look pretty good. So I'm two with the four, one, 12. We'll delve right in today's fifth race. That's the two. Uh, and uh, five to one currently, that's a pretty good price there on, on chasing the crown for Toby Callett. And, Toby, before I let you go, just a, a quick look maybe at the Pegasus World Cup Philly and Mare Turf. Uh, it's the race, the one Pegasus race we didn't talk about earlier on the show. And, uh, you know, as usual, if Phillies and Mares on the grass, it looks like this race goes through Chad Brown and, and Chantasara. Yes. Yes, so uh, to me, I have zero imagination. If it's not Chantazara, uh, it would be uh, Delica. I'm the 9-5 to five and 5-2. Five to two. I have no imagination in, in this particular Pegasus race. The other two Pegasus races, uh, I, I do have a little imagination, but, but not here in the Philly and Well, we'll let people pick up your selection sheets at tobycallet.com to grab everything on the, on the Pegasus today. Toby, we'll let you get going. Best of luck out there. Enjoy the rest of the day. And I want to give you a shout-out as well. Last week we asked you to help us out with the Coast to Coast Pick 5. You did the two uh, Gulfstream races for us, and you gave us both winners. You had Candyman Rocket and Cadet Corps, and that helped us hit that uh, that Pick 5, the Coast to Coast Pick 5. So well done, and uh, we'll see what you've got working for us today. Well, guys like you led the way for people like me when you hit that all button in the last leg out there at Santa Anita. Thank you very much, John. <laughs> well, so, sometimes it's just easier that way, isn't it? 
Yes, it is. I, I, I couldn't agree more. The all button is the all buttons are fun and tough. <laughs> Sometimes it's your friend, Toby. Best of luck today. Go watch that fifth race. Go cash your tickets. Thanks, John. That was Toby Keller from TobyKeller.com. Let's go down and, and we'll go down to Kentucky, talk to Scott Shapiro from TwinSpires.com. And Scott's kind of keeping an eye on the three-year-old sets for us around the country. And we've got a big one today at Oakland Park, the $750,000 Southwest Stakes. It's a grade three, goes to race 10 on the card at uh, Oakland Park. And we've got a California shipper down there in Arabian Night. And a couple of California jockeys down there, John Velasquez on Arabian Night and Flavian Pratt on Corona Bolt. Uh, good morning, Scott. I want you to take a look at that race for us. It looks like a pretty darn good field. Good morning, guys. Uh, how are you? And, yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say that the Southwest for 750000 20 points to the winner on the road to the Kentucky Derby is the uh, strongest uh, prep we've seen since the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, if not in general, and it uh, definitely goes through the California Invader, number six, Arabian Night, second-time starter for Bob Baffert. $2.3 million purchase for Zidane Racing Stables. Very, very impressive on debut on the Breeders' Cup undercard. Got a massive number. Was three to five and ran like it. The field has come back solid behind him. And uh, if he runs back to that effort, takes a step forward, they're running for second. But he's going to probably do, you know, take a ton of money off that effort. And there are some other legitimate horses in here. He's shipping cross country. He's ty- trying two turns for the first time. Does open up the possibility of an uh, of an overlay on other horses. Brad Cox has two in here. He scratched Hit Show the third. That was the eight horse. He's got Corona Bolt, a horse that's been brilliant through two starts, but both sprinting. We'll try to stretch his speed to two turns. And then Jace's Road, more of a proven commodity, is less eye popping but did get the job done in the gun runner in front-running fashion. However, he is unlikely to make the lead in here with Corona Bolt and Arabian Night entered. And then a couple horses that are going to be big prices that could pick up the pieces from off the pace. Number one, Sun Thunder, lightly raised Kenny McPeak runner. And then number seven, Red Route Run, who's had some troubled voyages for Steve Asmussen, a son of gun runner that uh, should be finishing well. But uh, a really fun race that goes through Arabian Night. As far as uh, your play, is that is that your horse that you you like in there? Is there somebody going to go to windows on in, in the Southwest? In the Southwest, I mean, Arabian Night, clear horse to beat. I really am not in love with the fact of tossing him at any you know by any stretch, but he is going to be doing a new thing and, and shipping and things going on. I pick Corona Bolt, who will be a little less than six to one with the scratch of Hit Show. Slightly concerned about the two turns, but this is a horse that should be on the lead. Flavian Pratt in the ride, I like talent this cold has and i do think number one sun thunder is an interesting underneath option he showed a lot of ability through his first two starts just needs to get out of the gate but uh yeah i picked a two six one not overly creative but i'm going to take a slight chance against arabian night and i know bob had a question for you regarding the the southwest today yeah i mean i was kind of on the corona bolt just with you shaper you're kind of tied in with the cox barn and you know flavian pratt comes out to ride this $750,000 race when there's $5 million being offered uh, in Florida today. So he must have got a pretty good story that uh, this is a serious horse and maybe a a derby, a horse that's, you know, a serious derby kind of horse. I hope so. This is a horse I've drafted in a fantasy derby stable of mine. I'm high on. I know he's got the talent Iker. He's going to get pressed by Arabian Night. You know, I mean, it's not beaten to the punch. I mean, who, Arabian Night just seems like he could be any kind. But it's a gambling game. 
And, uh, yeah, having Flavian does not hurt. Corona both certainly has talent. We'll see if he can uh, take it two turns and uh, move forward on the road to the Derby. Well, Shepard, it is a gambling game, and I want a horse to play uh, also at Oakland. I know you've done the work. Give me something in Oakland Park today. Let's go to race seven, John, the start of the late pick five. It's a maiden special for three-year-olds at six furlongs. And there's a couple of horses that run pretty good races in here in the favorites in Commerce Comet Easy Action. But I'm going to go to number seven. Storman Army, third time out, first time as a three-year-old for David Vance. Took a lot of money on debut at Churchill in late June. Was well-meant that day, breaking from the rail for a barn that doesn't win much at first asking and ran a good second. Then put in a clunker in his second start, chasing the pace of confidence game, who ended up running third in the LeCompte last week. They went fast early. I don't think he was ready to go 21-3 and and chase that pace. Been given time, steady series of works at Oakland, Lasix for the first time. I think he's got some talent, so we'll try number seven in the seventh, Storman Army at 12-1 to at Oakland Park. That's number seven, Storman Army in the seventh race today at Oakland Park. A nice big fat 12-1. to We will take that. Scott, uh, thanks for giving us all the updates there. We'll watch that three-year-old uh, race today at Oakland, and uh, we will talk to you next Saturday. Sounds good. Great day of racing. Enjoy it out there, and uh, best of luck, guys. All right. Thank you very much. That was Scott Shapiro from TwinSpires.com. Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Michael Rona. A lot happening at Los Alamitos. We're going to see a world champion run there this weekend and some important trials tonight. So a lot to talk about with Michael in our last segment at Thoroughbred L.A. right here on AMA 30 KLAA, the home of Angels Baseball. Radio. AMA 30. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place. Join us on Saturday for some outstanding simulcast action from Gulfstream Park in Florida. They'll have seven graded stakes highlighted by the Great One $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Also on Saturday, you can play in the Pegasus World Cup Betting Challenge, compete on track to win cash, as well as entries into the 2023 or 2024 NHC or the 2023 Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge. For more information, visit SantaAnita.com. Our live racing on Saturday will be highlighted by a pair of $200,000 stakes, the Great Two San Pasqual, and the Great Three Las Virginas for three-year-old fillies of one mile. Fans don't miss the first coast-to-coast pick five each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. 
from Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. New York, I want to remind uh, the horsemen out there, if you've got a good three-year-old, today's the day. Nominations are due for the Triple Crown, so make sure you get your horses nominated, and uh, we will follow along and see where all of that leads. Bob, we're going to get in our, our, our last guest, as usual, Michael Runner from Los Alamitos, and Bob, some of the handicappers like you have been hot, but nobody's been hotter than Michael Rona, who gave us another winner last week in Charlie Brown at 1060. So Michael's still seeing the ball. We're going to get a selection from him later in the segment, but a lot to talk about about what's going on there in, in uh, Orange County. And, Michael, first of all, first thing I want to touch on, you've got some good trials tonight for the Los Alamitos Winter Derby. Yes, good morning, John and Bob. Three trials tonight, the last Three on our 10-race card, which begins at 6 o'clock for the first derby, the first grade one for three-year-olds in the nation when the final is run three weeks from tonight. So the fastest 10 individual times will qualify. And uh, it's great to see and exciting to see some of the top two-year-olds make the transition into their three-year-old season to see who trains on, who improves, who steps up. And uh, they're good betting races. Each of the three trials um, have uh, quite open morning lines. Uh, you can make very logical cases to beat the favourites. Uh, I think that they're deep and uh, and very interesting races with plenty of talented horses. Good Wagon SA is the favourite in the first trial, race eight, coming off a midfield finish in the two million futurity last month. The uh, Outside pair in the second trial, race nine, Normandy and take a swig of this at the top two on the morning line, both coming to Los Alamitos late last year and uh, making a good impression. And Chick's first flash is the favourite in race 10. He won the PCQHRA Breeders' Futurity when last seen in October. But there are plenty of other very legitimate prospects at uh, some rather attractive odds, including my pick of the night, which we'll get to later. Uh, Bob Ica, any questions for Michael before we start doing some handicapping? 
Yeah, Michael, I just want to, we should mention uh, Impressum comes back tomorrow night. So uh, plenty to look forward there on a world champion and uh, lots of good stuff going on at Los Alamitos. Yes, well, last night we had a banquet uh, at the track. The first time we've been able to do it live in three years, the Pacific Coast Quarter Horse Racing Association's Awards Night, which is the California equivalent of the AQHA National Awards, which were given out in Oklahoma the previous week, where Impressum was crowned world champion quarter horse. So it was no surprise that he took the honours as California's Horse of the Year last night. Uh, There's a great list of uh, recipients of many awards in different categories. It was a, a wonderful night at the track last night. And uh, it's eye-popping to look at the entries for Sunday night, Bob, and see Impression's name there. He's coming right back a month after that memorable win in the Champion of Champions, which clinched him the national and the local honours. He's in a trial to the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. He's up against Scoop's Dynasty, who only won six of seven in his three-year-old season, including two derbies last year. And a horse called London Toby, who ran twice in 2020, twice in 21, twice last year. He's been plagued with intestinal disorders. They've had a terrible time getting the horse right. But Ed Allred, the owner and breeder, is declaring London Toby the the most talented horse he's ever had. And Scott Willoughby, the trainer, is pretty much echoing those sentiments. He's a very exciting prospect. Uh, so we'll see how he fares against Scooch Dynasty and Impressum tomorrow night. And a political Pence, who won the Brad McKinsey last year and finished third in the Champion of Champions last month when trying to equal Refrigerator as a three-time winner of the Champion of Champions, headlines the other trials. So some of these top-class older horses, I'm talking best older horses in the nation, are lining up for an early crack at some rich races and an early birth into the champion of champions this December. So the three-year-olds tonight and uh, the older horses tomorrow night. Great weekend coming up at Los Al. And by the way, there's a wall calendar giveaway tonight with your free, uh, free with your paid nighttime admission. So uh, that's an added incentive for people to come along tonight at Los Al. Excellent. Uh, how, how about post time for tonight's 10 race car and a selection, Michael? Six o'clock tonight. Uh, I'm going to the first of the Winter Derby Trials, race eight this evening for the radio play. Lots of respect for the favourite, Good Wagon SA. Actually, there are several horses who are really talented three-year-olds. It's a deep, contentious race. But I think nine to two is a decent price for number four, Ghost with a Fire, who has very strong connections. Trainer Monte Rosa, jockey Armando Cervantes, typically fire in these big trial nights. And uh, the horse... Won a trial to the two million futurity, uh, not fast enough to make the final, but he is talented and uh, he's working well for this first start since early October. He started favourite versus cyber attack in a futurity trial at Ruidoso last summer. Cyber attack uh, went on to win some major races and, in fact, was crowned the champion two-year-old gelding last night. So that's a good push for Ghost with a Fire, number four in race eight tonight, nine to two on his Burgart's morning line. Michael, we got to go. Thank you so much for that. That's Ghost with a Fire, eighth race tonight in Los Al. Bob, thanks for joining me as the host. Thanks to all of our guests. You've got Mike here tomorrow from 8 to 10 a.m. Stay tuned now for Andy Harris with the SoCal Restaurant Show. 
best of luck in all the racing today, Southern California and everywhere on the, around the country. You're listening to Thoroughbred LA. Talk to you next Saturday. Yeah.